welcome to the movie's past and present podcast. It's October 8th, 2020, and this is episode 54. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. Well, new in theaters this week, it's really kind of, it's semi-bleak, but I think it all just depends on how you look at it. So, you probably read the announcement that the Regal Theaters chain has uh, temporarily closed again. They closed today, October 8th, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see when they open. Other theater chains, other big ones like AMC and Cinemark have, have committed to stay open. Uh, the challenge is, is that you know, there's just the the theater, the the studios are not releasing a lot of uh, new content for the theaters, and I'm wondering, even if they did, would people show up? You know, I last week I went and saw again with one of my friends, uh, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, which is you know one of my favorites, and I think it's also a, a film that a lot of people like. And albeit it was a week night, but still, we were the only people in the theater. And so, you know, and the theater was very clean. Cinemark is doing a great job and we felt safe. But I don't think that, and, and I know that, that Cinemark staggers the start times, I think, as, as other theater chains are doing, when you actually, you know, go, 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 when, when the movie starts. So, so there's not always, there's not a big line at the box office or whatnot. But I swear we were the only people like in the entire theater other than, other than like the three employees that I saw. So, that's a bit of a heartbreaker, uh, and I know it, it, it's 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 multifaceted and complicated, but uh, I think that's a big challenge. You know, uh, a lot of movies have 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 moved into twenty twenty one and beyond. Um, Black Widow from Marvel Studios moved from November uh, into May twenty twenty one. Warner Brothers just did a huge shuffle of all all of their films, moving everything into 2021 and and beyond. Uh, and then uh, the really kind of the, the nail in the coffin for I guess two of them, uh, the next James Bond movie, No Time to Die, which I've really been excited about, moved from November 20th to April 2nd, 2021. And then just today, uh, finally, Disney and Pixar announced that their Pixar's next animated film, Soul, which I'm also very excited about, uh, which was also supposed to open up on the same weekend that uh, No Time to Die was on November 20th, that they're going to put it uh, directly on on Disney Plus and, and it'll make its debut on Christmas Day. And they will they are doing it without uh, having an extra charge like they did with Mulan for that premiere access. Thing. It's just gonna be part of the Disney Plus service, and it's it's a Christmas gift to everybody. <laughs> so uh, everybody, every market that's got Disney Plus, and in other markets internationally where there don't have Disney Plus, they're gonna put it in theaters. I read, but anyway, so uh, sad news for movie theaters. Uh, however, there's a couple of new releases that I'm gonna be talking about, and also, you know, there's just a lot of cool opportunities to see. Some movies on the big screen if you look for them, and and if and and if you want to 
venture out, you know, put on your mask and, 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 and go to the movies. Again, it's such a mixed bag because, you know, I don't want the movie theaters to go under. Then also, if they're too crowded, then it feels very unsafe. So they're doing a good job. I know about social distancing when, when you buy your seats and, and, and you know, the auditoriums are very limited, but I still haven't been in, in a movie with, uh, with this, you know, had a, had a, even a semi-full auditorium. So, uh, you know, for what it's worth, um, but just, just, you know, I suggest check your local listings. I know for sure that Pixar, speaking of Pixar, that their great film from, uh, 2017 Coco is, is, uh, getting re-released in theaters, uh, across the U S you know, also it's been interesting. Disney re-released their 1993 comedy Hocus Pocus. And that's become a bit, of, that's become quite a cult classic. You know, it plays on TV pretty much every day during the month of October. And I read that it actually did quite well <laughs> in theaters last week. Uh, so that's an option. I also noticed in, you know, in my local theaters here in Salt Lake City that, that uh, Beetlejuice was playing. It's the Tim Burton comedy with Michael Keaton. And then um, the horror film A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. It's playing. I also noticed that that uh, the the classic anime film Akira from 1988 was playing on the big screen too. And I don't know if that, I couldn't find if that was like a special screening or if they were just going to be playing it, you know, a couple times a day for, for the next little, for the next few days or, or what. But anyway, check your local listings. Cause again, I think there's some really cool opportunities to see some of these comeback classics on the big screen. And then of course, some of these other things, which we'll get into right now. So so there are there are a handful of new releases that are coming into theaters. This first one is called The War with Grandpa, and it actually was was set to be released in 2018, and it's and it got held, which isn't necessarily a good sign. I mean, it doesn't look like it's really going to be a great film, but holy smokes, it's got quite a cast. So this is a comedy uh, from from a studios called 101 Studios, which I've never heard of, but you know whatever that means, but, uh, it's based on a book, uh, by Robert Kimmel Smith and the movie stars, uh, Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, Uma Thurman, Rob Riggle, Cheech Martin, and Jane Seymour of all people. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's about a sixth grader, uh, who's played by a kid named Oaks Fegley, and, and and the description says he's pretty much your average kid. He likes gaming, hanging out with his friends, and his beloved pair of Air Jordans. But when his recently widowed grandfather, played by Robert De Niro, moves in with the family, the boy is forced to give up his most prized possession of all, which is his bedroom. Uh, unwilling to let such an injustice stand, Peter devises a series of increasingly elaborate pranks to drive out the interloper, but Grandpa won't go... Uh, without a fight. Soon the friendly combatants are engaged in an all-out war with side-splitting consequences. So to me, this looks like it's home alone, but but the family is didn't leave town. Uh, it's just <laughs> the kid and then the grandpa are just you know, p- playing these elaborate pranks on each other. Uh, again, interesting cast. It it it, it could be funny. Uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll have to see, but that opens up in 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 uh, theaters uh, tomorrow on on Friday, October 9th. Also opening up is 
A movie called Yellow Rose, which is a drama from Sony Pictures. It's directed by Diane Pyargus. And this film looks, you know, rather, rather, rather serious. I think it's played at a lot of film festivals over the last bit back, and particularly back when festivals were, were, were going, on, <laughs> going on, even though there's been a lot of virtual festivals. Uh, but still, this is, this is an interesting film. Uh, the description says that it's about uh, a young woman named Rose. She's an undocumented Filipino teenager, and she dreams one day of leaving her small Texas town to pursue her country music dreams. Her world is shattered when her mom suddenly gets picked up by ICE, you know, by the Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, uh, folks from the government. And Rose, facing this new reality, is forced to flee the scene, leaving behind the only life she knows and embarks on a journey of self-discovery as she searches for a new home in the honky-tonk world of Austin, Texas. Um, it is... Uh, look, I mean, it looks pretty interesting, you know? Um I, I, I watched the preview. I'll, I'll have a link to the website on uh, in the podcast notes on my blog, and you can see what you think. Uh, but uh, so anyway, those are probably the two two biggest releases of the week. Uh, uh, the War with Grandpa is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association for rude rude humor, language, and th- some thematic elements. Uh, and then you know, which is more, probably just more like getting a paint can in the face over and over. Um, and then Yellow Rose is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association for some strong language and teen drinking. Just a couple other things to to uh, let you know about in the in theaters. So so uh, you know how much I love the Turner Classic Movies Big Screen Classic series. Uh, this month they're they're going for Halloween, and and as far as I know, they're still they are still playing uh, these. Uh, they're still doing their movies uh, at the theaters that are open. Uh, so on on uh, October 11th, 12th, and 16th, they're going to be showing Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, um, which uh, which you know, believe it or not, I've seen, and it's terrifying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I feel I don't you know I don't care for horror movies in any way, shape, or form, and that one just scared the crap out of me. But it's it's you know great film and and uh, it will probably of course great to see it on uh, in a beautiful print on the big screen. This is, as I mentioned, through the TCM Big Screen Classic Series. So you go to fathomevents.com slash TCM, and that'll, that'll give you all the information about the theaters it's playing and the times uh, on, those, on those three dates. Also at Fathom Events, but these aren't part of the TCM series, but they're, you know, they're being released from the studios with, via Fathom Events. Uh, Paramount Pictures is releasing a 40th anniversary of... Uh, screening or print or whatever you call it of Friday the 13th that, that you know that horror film uh it looked to me like they had they had also done a couple of, of these screenings last week but they're doing them again uh on tomorrow Friday August 9th and then Saturday excuse me October 9th and then on on uh Saturday October 10th so if you're into Friday the 13th or want to see the original uh, there's that going on, and then also there's a 30th anniversary screening that that uh, Studio Canal and Rialto Pictures are doing of their film Total Recall, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sharon Stone. That's happening on October 10th, 13th, and on the 27th, so a little later in the month. But uh, if you want to see Total Recall on the big screen, here's here's a chance. So. Uh, 
there, you know, as I mentioned, lots of interesting opportunities in this very weird, in this very weird time. But hopefully you can, uh, if you want to do it, go to the cinema, be safe and have some fun. for reviews this week i wanted to talk about a movie i watched on netflix and it's 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 a new release and uh it's called enola holmes and uh enola is spelled e-n-o-l-a and backwards it's alone which is kind of a plot point but you know we'll, we'll keep it spoiler we'll keep it spoiler free this is a crime kind of comedy drama uh, Enola Holmes is actually the teen, well, not actually, she, this is based on a young adult, uh, book series and, and, uh, about church if, what if Sherlock Holmes had a teenage sister? So it's set in the same time in, 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 in Victorian England and, uh, it's an interesting, it's a really interesting movie. It was, it was, uh, originally scheduled. It was a, originally in a, a Warner brothers produced movie that was scheduled to come out this year. So, you know, again, we should just change the name of this podcast to the, uh, the COVID-19 <laughs> movies past and present podcast. Cause it's all, you know, COVID-19 is affecting everything, uh, right now, particularly, you know, movies, but, uh, Warner Brothers sold it to Netflix, and Netflix then just put it directly on their platform. Rather, and 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 they just skip theaters altogether. And I think it's probably a good a good choice because it's not. I mean, it would have been fine to see it on the big screen, but it's one of those movies that's that's good, not necessarily great, but but it but it was entertaining. So so Enola Holmes is played by the Netflix darling Millie Bobby Brown who you might know from Stranger Things. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is played by Henry Cavill, who uh, you might know as uh, uh, Superman from uh, some of these recent DC comic adaptations, among other things. He also played the bad guy in that last Mission Impossible movie. But uh, this, this film is 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 interesting and it's it's very stylish millie bobby brown has to carry it and she does she does she does a credible job uh there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall in this where millie's talking or i guess enola is talking directly to the to the audience which is charming uh and then kind of near the the end of the second and the part then into the third act they don't use it as much and it, it, and then when she starts doing it, it almost seems jarring. So I found that to be a little, again, charming yet problematic. And and it's a, you know it's just like Sherlock Holmes. It's, it's a pretty decent mystery. They are wow, their mother disappears, and and uh, the mother is played by Helena Bonham Carter, and so that just sends. Uh, you know, Enola off on this mystery or uh, to trying to solve the mystery as this very independent teenager. 
Uh, Sherlock Holmes has got stuff in mind for her. They also have another brother who uh, is a total jerk. So Enola's got to deal with with uh, with her big brothers. Uh, you know, being a young woman in, in society, trying to figure out all these mysteries. So there's there's uh, there's all sorts of stuff. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Enola also runs into uh, a young uh, lord who is uh, played by the actor Lewis uh, Partridge. And so, you know, there's a little bit of a kind of a romantic thing going on, teen romance. Um, and it adds some interest. It adds some interest to the plot. I found it to be, again, just a very pleasant way to, to, to wind down after a long day <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and kind of a classic Netflix thing, which again, maybe not the highest quality, but it was decent and, and, uh, again, happy to watch it i i gave it three out of five stars so so uh if you want to want to check out a fun little a little mystery some night on 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 netflix that's 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 harmless but kind of a fun a kind of fun at uh entry into the genre check out enola holmes Classic Cinema Corner this week. I'm just doing another entry. It's in my uh, must-see sci-fi watching project that I've been doing with through that really great book from Turner Classic Movies. So I'll have links to 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 the stuff in the podcast notes on my blog. But this book has 50 movies. They call it 50 movies that are out of this world. It's written by uh, a woman named Sloane DeForest and. I've I've just had a blast. Many of these movies I have seen before, but this particular movie I had never seen before, and it really—I mean, I, I hate to use this phrase, but it kind of blew my mind. Uh, it, it's 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 the 1985 uh, dystopian uh, future movie called Brazil. And perhaps you've heard of, heard of it, or, or maybe you haven't, but I think it's definitely worth uh, checking out if you're wanting if you're wanting to have kind of an adventuresome <laughs> uh, movie movie watching event. Uh, this film is directed by Terry Gilliam, and he also wrote it with the help of of of, of, of uh, writer Tom Stoppard. But Terry Gilliam, you know, he's a Brit, and he he was a big part of of uh, the Monty Python Flying Circus, Monty Python's Flying Circus troupe. And then you know he's 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 become he's just he's just a very good director. This film is so experimental and so bonkers in so many in so many ways. But let's see if I go go, get, go into a little bit of detail about the plot. Uh, it stars Jonathan Price, and he plays this this British man named named Sam, and they're in the so they're in this futuristic society, and and uh, he he is a he's a he's a bureaucrat. He just you know he works 
for the government and and uh he has this he has this recurring dream that there he, that he, there's this woman in a cage that's up in the air and he he has these big wings and he goes up and 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 and, 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 and saves her and and at one point early on in the film he actually sees this woman who's been in his dreams and and that sets that sets the plot going forward but uh this this uh there's a lot going on there there there's terrorists that are that are doing all this all this bombing and then and then uh the the bureaucracy is 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 uh you know kind of overwhelming everybody and and uh you know this 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 interesting this interesting plot this interesting plot unfolds but holy smokes it is the most one of the most dystopian uh in, yet fascinating views of the future i mean it's isn't completely outlandish as as it moves forward yet it it uh it it was it was mesmerizing and and uh it's one of those movies that really really uh s- stayed with me i i heard one critic or i read one critic's review they refer to it as almost a whimsical film, and and if you can <laughs> picture a, a, a whimsical dystopia, <laughs> then maybe that's maybe that's more more to the point. It's it's really interesting, really one of a kind, and uh, one one that I think might be worth checking out. Uh, it was, you know, made, released in 1985. It was rated R, uh, and so there is some ob- objectionable language and whatnot. So, and and some and some pretty graphic violence, uh, particularly because of these. The, there's these terrorist attacks uh, going on, but the cast is really interesting too. So I mentioned Jonathan Price is in it. Robert De Niro plays a pretty key role. I'll uh, again, I'll let you watch it if you if you know. So you, no spoilers here. Uh, Catherine Helmond is uh, plays the mother of Jonathan Price. But Ian Holm is in it. Bob Hoskins, uh, Michael Palin, um, Jim Broadbent. Uh, anyway, just just a really just a really interesting cast. The most interesting. Production design, and and uh, I, 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 you know, I, I, it's it was new to me. I, I, I had read about this film for many years, and I was so glad I finally, finally got to see it. So, uh, I, I rented it on Apple iTunes, and so uh, there you have it, Brazil from 1985. <laughs> Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Links are also on the blog. Also, follow me on Instagram. I'm at moviespap, as in past and present. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or present, And until next time, thanks for listening and hope you and yours have a safe and enjoyable week.
Bye.